I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINnetwork.com. Welcome to this episode of RAIN's Essential Geopolitics podcast. Taiwan will hold general elections on January 13th to elect a president and 113 seats in parliament. In the lead up to this election, Chinese cyber threat actors are likely to escalate activity targeting Taiwan. RAIN's Haley Benedict will provide insight on what this cyber activity will look like and what we can expect to see as the election date draws closer. Welcome to the podcast, Haley. Hi, Emma. So to start us off, what are some of the cyber risks related to Taiwan's upcoming election? So in the lead up to this election, China will be carrying out a lot of espionage per usual, and it'll also be really heavily engaging in information operations. So this is because China has expressed disapproval of the current ruling government and as such has really strong incentive to try and sway the election in their favor. So there will also likely be some Chinese hacktivist activity, which um, could target the private sector and Western companies in particular. This is um, more likely to be lower level, such as website defacements and distributed denial of service attacks, which are not super sophisticated, but they do still pose some risks to organizations because they have the ability to disrupt business operations and can also result in a little bit of reputational damage. There's also a risk after the election, if the current party is reelected, that businesses might face some operational challenges. So if China targets sea cables or other critical infrastructure, maybe not overtly, but especially because Taiwan is an island and does really rely on those cables. So this is something that happened in February 2023. the only two subsea internet cables that connect Taiwan to um, the main island, oh, the Taiwanese island of Matsu to the main island, were damaged by Chinese vessels. So this resulted in about 50 days of limited connection to the island. And it was, it was allegedly an accident, but it still shows how um, the cables could be targeted as a means of political coercion. Um, Will the existing cyber risks to Taiwan change based on uh, the outcome of the election? Yes, they will. So there are three candidates from three parties that are represented in the election. There's the Democratic Progressive Party, or DPP, which currently holds the presidency. And there is the leading opposition party, the Kuomintang, or KMT. And then there is the Taiwan's People Party, TPP. So regardless of who wins, China is still going to conduct espionage operations and will probably continue to intrude on Taiwan's critical infrastructure, which would allow them to preposition malware to support China's military strategy in the event of any future escalation. But DPP, which currently is in the lead based on recent polls, um, followed by KMT, if DPP is reelected, existing tensions with China will intensify militarily in particular, but this will also be accompanied by more widespread cyber activity and influence operations. So this means that it could expand beyond those minimally disruptive espionage and disinformation to include some more disruptive attacks because 
China is going to really want to try and increasingly find ways to coerce the ruling government and wane public support for the ruling party or for Taiwanese independence. But if a comparatively pro-China party is elected, then Chinese activity would change form a bit um, and would be carried out maybe on a less intense scale. So this would be if a KMT or even a TPP president took office and maybe announced policies that were much more friendly to Chinese in interests or sought to foster improved ties economically, politically, um, or business ties. If that were the case, then China would probably not want to carry out these disruptive attacks. Um, they'd want to avoid compromising um, improved ties and would want to be perceived more positively by Taiwanese citizens. Can you explain a little bit more what all of this will look like? Yeah, so as I said before, in the weeks leading up to the election, uh, Chinese threat activity really will be doubled down. So that would be largely information operations and hacktivism. But uh, some of the main themes, more specifically, in these disinformation campaigns would be to fuel fears of an invasion and um, narratives that would lead people to believe that a DPP government increases Chinese military threats. So some examples in the past include fabricated images or narratives, articles about Chinese military activity close to Taiwan, cl to, close to uh, military bases, accusations of fraud within DPP or accusations about the government's inefficacy. Um, and then the Chinese actors are really going to largely use social media, um, fake accounts, avatar, and botnets to disseminate these narratives. And then beyond information operations, so in terms of that hacktivist act activity, hacktivist campaigns that will be increased in the lead up to the election, China is really aiming here to increase anxieties in Taiwan, um, intimidate Taiwanese people about potential cyber threats. Um, and they're going to do that through distributed denial of service attacks and website defacements, but um, its targets are going to be likely more symbolic or high profile, like political parties or candidates, um, government services, or critical infrastructure, um, like maybe financial services or transportation and logistics. Um, but again, these distributed denial of service attacks and um, defacements, they aren't super sophisticated but they can cause interruptions, they can cause delays, um, and they're more intended to send a message. An example kind of of what this would look like and an example of the kind of target that they might go after could be something similar to what occurred in August 2022, just before Nancy Pelosi, who was the U.S. House Speaker at the time, um, when she visited Taiwan, um, hacktivists took down Taiwanese government websites um, like the ta Taiwan's presidential office and foreign ministry. Um, and then several TVs were hacked um, at 7-Eleven stores and train stations and read messages that said, warmonger Pelosi, get out of Taiwan. Um, so that's maybe the kind of hacktivist activity that we would be seeing. Um, but then after the election, uh, especially if the DPP is elected, there might be increasingly disruptive activity and China might try to disrupt some key political events, harm some diplomatic relations, and might even include those more sophisticated attacks like ransomware and encryptionware or deploy data wiper malware. Um, they could also target critical infrastructure like we talked about, um, but the disruptions aren't likely to be overt or 
extremely severe, but instead might be something that would pro provide some plausible deniability, like those sea cables, something that's a little bit ambiguous, um, unless there was actual escalation. Well, thank you so much, Haley. Thank you, Emma. Haley is a cyber analyst at Rain. You can read more of her analyses and others by signing up at rainnetwork.com. That's R A N E network.com. I'm Emma Kami. Thanks for listening. <laughs>